Hello, and welcome to the official Ideas for Us podcast. Join us on a journey to discover solutions to Earth's most pressing environmental issues by learning from experts and professionals advancing our sustainable future. On today's episode, a conversation between Clayton Lewis Ferrara and Heaven Campbell of Solar United Neighbors, a 501c3 nonprofit organization based out of Washington, D.C., with a presence all over the United States. Heaven is the Florida Program Director of Solar United Neighbors, and her and her team lead a community of people building a new energy system with rooftop solar as its cornerstone. They help people go solar, join together, and fight for their energy rights. Their work allows individuals and businesses to overcome the hurdles that are unfortunately too common in local governments in order to successfully power their homes and buildings with renewable energy. Throughout their conversation, we'll take you through the whole process of joining a solar co-op and getting solar on your roof. Email us at contact.ideasforus.org with any comments, feedback, or questions. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at the links in the show notes. Support this podcast and all our environmental action projects by donating or becoming an individual or CSR member at ideasforus.org slash memberships. All right, here's Clayton Ferrara and Heaven Campbell. Hope you enjoy the show. All right, everyone, welcome back to another episode of the official Ideas for Us podcast. I am Clayton Lewis Farrar, the executive director of Ideas for Us and biologist. And today we are here with Heaven Campbell, the Florida program director at Solar United Neighbors. Heaven, how are you today? I'm doing well. Thanks so much for having me here on the podcast today. Of course, of course. Well, you know, solar is a topic that uh, we're hearing more and more about in, uh, I, I just think, in media. And uh, of course, with the adoption of more electric vehicles, right, people are, are thinking of solar more for their residential, uh, uh, you know, home sites than ever before. So let's just jump right into it and start off. Why is going solar a, a good idea, uh, especially here in 2021? Great question. I think solar is a great idea for many reasons. And um, luckily, people can find what reason really speaks to them, too. So some of the main reasons that we see people choose solar are definitely for energy autonomy and that freedom and having an ability to have what, um, you know, a greater sense of energy security, but also a stake in how their energy is made and being a part of that process and having that um, freedom. Probably the most glaring reason is economic. It makes economical sense um, for most families. So the money and the numbers really just uh, pan out for people. Meaning that someone is saving money, you know, by switching to solar compared to just paying their normal old electric bill. Uh, Absolutely. Absolutely. 
Well, that's, that's really exciting. And I think that it's, it's definitely something that's one of the most common misnomers that I hear about solar, right? People very often will, will bring up the fact that it's maybe too expensive or more expensive or not efficient or doesn't create American jobs. And, uh, you know, it, it's just definitely, I think, one of the aspects that piques people's interest the most because everyone likes saving money. Yeah, all of those are really common misnomers, um, especially the jobs. I want to hone in on that because Florida is one of the national leaders for solar jobs, um, for solar job growth, too. And the solar job market is both white collar and blue collar. It's not just on roof installing solar, right? There are accountants and uh, sales reps and so many different job positions that go into the market, developers, manufacturers, and the uh, concentration of women, uh, workers of color, and veterans of higher in the solar workforce than the national average. Uh, very recently, the Solar Foundation released their um, national job census for 2020. They do this every year. And they found that the concentration of veterans in the solar workforce has went up another percent to be 3% higher than the national average. Wow. Yeah, I mean, it, it's pretty exciting. I mean, even, even in 2020, when so many other jobs were shrinking, uh, growth in the solar industry was pretty significant. I mean, I remember just in some of the routes that I was driving, uh, you know, through through residential neighborhoods or whatnot, and seeing solar increase before my very eyes uh, around me all through 2020. And um, you know, it's it's hard to imagine, uh, of course, uh, any business finding the ability to really thrive with how difficult 2020 has been. But it's a wonderful thing that it's been in the renewable energy world. And it seems to be that all studies are showing that this is going to increase up to 40, up, up to, pardon me, up to 400,000 solar jobs in the United States by 2030. I mean, that's pretty incredible. It, it really is. And we did see not only jobs grow, but small scale solar distribution grow as well during 2020. So it's something that people actually saw as a way to budget during those uncertain times. Because you're really budgeting your future electricity bills by going solar. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so Solar United Neighbors, I know you all play an important role in helping people go solar. And, and I think that it's one of the most innovative uh, and interesting ways to go solar. I remember when I first learned about it, I was pretty pretty pumped on the whole concept. So please share with us what uh, what you all do as Solar United Neighbors. Thank you for those kind words. I, I think it is a lot of fun what I get to do every day. So our model is having people join together and go solar in groups. And because they're leveraging their bulk purchasing power, they're able to get a good deal by going solar with their neighbors. So saving money, but then also having our help, our expert help throughout the whole process. So we provide that handholding and support to answer questions, provide education, get people together into the group and facilitate it. Um, the group is something 
is a co-op. And then people sign um, individual contracts. The co-ops are free to join, no obligation to go solar. And we help them throughout the whole process. So understanding the different financing options that are out there, understanding how to read the proposal and contract, and um, what to expect on the day of your install, how to be an informed solar homeowner after install. So it's, it really is a, a group process and a grassroots process as well. We have helped spreading the word and reaching people and spreading the sunshine, as I like to say, from on the ground, local nonprofits. Most co-ops are geographically constrained to one or two counties. So it truly is neighbors. Um, right now we have a Citrus County co-op going and there are so many people in this one neighborhood. So it's spreading like wildfire through this neighborhood and um, people are joining and saying, yeah, I heard from my neighbor down the street. So at the end of this co-op, we're going to have a heavily concentrated solarized neighborhood. It's going to be really beautiful. And a lot of neighbors who maybe haven't spoken before, just say hi, wouldn't walk in your dog, are going to have this really unique common experience in that they went solar together. Yeah, I mean, I think it's awesome how, you know, you kind of leverage the uh, the economy of scales, right? So that um, by having a, a big group of people going solar at once with one, uh, one company that serves as the installer, uh, it just drives the, the price down much more than if one person or two people or 10 people were to go in. How large are some of these co-ops? Yeah, that's a really great point. We cap all of the co-ops at 225 to 250 in that range, just because we want to make sure that we're providing um, support and not overwhelming any one installer, because it is one installer, like you mentioned, that serves the whole group. And we know that uh, customer service can, can be hard whenever you have that many people. So we definitely make sure that it stays manageable and not unyielding. And um, I love your point about the economies of scale, because that's really our goal here is to make sure that this, the installer that's selected to service the group is able to do so while saving money themselves. So having people who are informed have already self-selected as very interested in going solar in the near future, who are supported and educated throughout the process and have um, us at their fingertips, really, that, that creates a lot of cost savings in the stock costs that the installer has to incur. So they're not, you know, paying for lead generation. They're not spending as much time educating people and introducing them to solar. And they have people who have self-selected and said, I am really interested in moving forward. So in the same geographic region. So definitely, uh, we're trying to make sure we are building a sustainable industry in all aspects of the co-op, including how many people are, are in there. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So when someone becomes part of the co-op, what, what happens then? Uh, you know, do they essentially, uh, you know, join this group of people and then how do they go from opting into the co-op to getting solar on the roof? Great question. 
they, you know, the first step is opting into the club, as you said, or even before that, we, we hold monthly webinars because of the pandemic, they are still virtual, where we educate people about solar, um, basically like a solar 101. We encourage everyone, uh, whether you're interested in joining the co-op and going solar in the near term, or you're thinking about it for down the road, or you just want to learn more, we encourage everyone to attend one of those. And then opt into the co-op by signing up on the co-op webpage. So we have one open in Orange County right now, and it's always just that county's name, really easy to get to. Yeah. Um, so opt, opt into the co-op, it's about five minutes to join. And then we take a look at your roof and give you real-time feedback. So if you tell us that your roof is near the end of its life, we're going to give you an educational email about how old roofs and solar um, mix or don't mix and about considering replacing your roof. If we think it's too much shading, we're going to tell you it's not a wise investment. Because you have so much shading, we don't encourage you to cut down your trees. They have their own um, cost savings that they offer, and they're beautiful as well. And, um, you know, if you're good to go, we're going to say your roof looks great and you're going to move forward in the co-op. Once a person is in the co-op, they can elect to be a part of the selection committee or not. That's completely fine as well. The installer is always selected by co-op members themselves. So it really is a grassroots process. Once the installer is selected, then they do a virtual or outside of your home sales call, offer you some solutions. It's a common misconception that you have to select a whole home system that will power 100% of your needs. That's definitely not the case. You can choose to install a smaller system that will maybe cover your summer usage, help shave off those higher bills, and you know reduce your electricity bill by 50% or 70%. Whatever wow. works for you is is on the table. And See, you can also, you know, control that for your budget as well. Of course. And, and I just want to jump in because I think that that's something that, you know, also many people don't think about when being a, a homeowner in a residential setting, considering switching over to solar, is that uh, you don't have to get yourself off the grid. Right. Of course, that is, uh, you know, the goal, especially for those of us with, with climate, uh, you know, reasoning in mind. But you're saying that if someone were to just offset maybe 50 percent of their traditional electricity usage, the solar array would still be less expensive than just paying their traditional energy bill. Definitely. It's something to, you know, look at the numbers, look at the proposal. And when you're your ROI is projected to be your return on investment. We say that the best advice we can give you is to try and get it if you're going to have a loan product to make your loan payment the same as your utility bill is now. Aim for a seven to 10 year payback. Panels are warranted for 25 to 30 years. And then after that, continue on with a degradation of one to 3% a year. So not falling off of a steep cliff by any means. And I mean, you're looking at potentially 30 years without an electric bill or with that reduction after you've already paid off a loan. Obviously, cash purchase has the highest return on investment um, if that's something that you can do. But definitely, 
we think that solar can be a huge help to any family. Electricity costs for every major utility company in Florida are going up this year, some by 4%. So it's a way to lock in your cost of energy at a rate that you know and can control. And at the same time as going solar, we see many people elect to make energy efficient upgrades and we encourage people to look at where you're losing energy and make any upgrades that you can. Absolutely. Well, I mean, it's just to me, kind of a, a compounding irresistible offer. Right. I mean, even the fact that, uh, you know, I think about the real estate market right now and so many people are moving to Florida uh, from New York, California, many other places around the country, whether they're tired of the cold or, uh, you know, they're just looking to spend more time here uh, and they're transitioning into homes. Sometimes the homes are built around uh, the last, uh, you know, immigration into Florida of people from elsewhere in the country. So a lot of homes may be 20, 25 years uh, old now and, and in need of a new roof, right? And one of the things that you mentioned before was that, you know, when you look at solar, of course, you've got to have a functional good roof. And if that's something that someone needs replacing, there's even a pathway for them to go through Solar United Neighbors and find a way to, to get a new roof. And, and I think that that's pretty incredible. Can you share a little bit about that? Yeah, I think that uh, we try to educate people on even solar adjacent things as well. So EVs, roofing, and let people know, you know, what roofs work best for solar, how to get the long. Um, longevity out of your roof and how to, you know, re-roof and go solar at the same time. It really is the best thing for your buck to have um, a newer roof because solar is so long lasting. And um, just provide information. Most of the questions that we get about solar from people who are considering it are about how it interacts with their roof. A lot of people don't know that um, for example, a standing seam metal roof, you don't even have to penetrate the roof to go solar. There are, it just clips right on in most cases. So um, it's definitely something that we do a lot of education around. Yeah, of course. You know, uh, for me, I've wanted to have solar on my house that I lived back from childhood, you know, and um, really the aspect that was stopping my family was cost, right? But now here in 2021, it's so much more economical than it's ever been. Plus programs like these co-ops help to bring the price down even more through economy of scales. Uh, you know, I guess the other part of the dream besides having your home off grid is using your panels to charge an electric vehicle. I mean, to me, that's just so cool. Can you talk about that where maybe, you know, people are using uh, their their EV, their electric vehicle as uh, as an as, you know, kind of the 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 final step for them in, in hesitation for going solar? Yeah, definitely. And talking about falling costs, the cost of solar has, has fallen more than 50 percent in the last decade. 
So it's definitely becoming accessible for all families. And TV for your EV, I mean, that is really the final step in the dream, having photovoltaic for your electric vehicle. Dr. James Fenton from um, the Florida Solar Energy Center, which is an arm of UCF, University of Central Florida Engineering, he has amazing presentations that you can even find online about how having solar on your home and then driving an electric vehicle, you're paying a penny a mile. So it's just extremely economical. A penny um, a mile. Yes. Wow. That's incredible. Yeah. So, um, and it can be, you know, even less. It just depends on if your solar is paid off and how the range of your EV, we're seeing ranges um, increase and the technology, the battery technology for electric vehicles is continuing to be refined and become more robust. So it's really, like you said, the final step in the in the dream is to be able to power your own vehicle from your home and not have to pay for fuel at the pump or wait in line as um, has been happening recently. Yeah. Absolutely. I mean, it is uh, it is really something that I'm hoping to see just an incredible large scale adoption of in society. Right. It, it'll take time, years, maybe another decade. But I mean, it's just becoming such a, a wonderful choice for people to do. Um, what does someone do for our listeners that are, are wanting to go solar and, and maybe they're not here in Orange County or you mentioned Citrus County? Can someone start a co-op themselves? How would they learn more about something like that? Definitely. We have volunteers all around the nation. We're a national organization. And in Florida, we have volunteers from the Keys to Pensacola. So we welcome people to volunteer, reach out, let us know where they're interested in getting a co-op going. Um, that's how all of our co-ops have formed. We actually have a pipeline of co-ops in the works, and they're all led by local organizations saying, hey, I want to see this in my backyard. And sometimes even individuals who want to utilize the co-op to go solar know that their neighbors would also want to do that and work to bring a co-op to their area. So um, that's one venue. You can also go to our website. We have a ton of information. We have an FAQ section, a storage guide if you're interested in batteries. Um, we try to have as many guides as possible and all open source so people can find information that is usually outside of our organization doing this work pretty hard to find. Um, we have a selling your solar home guide. If you're already a solar homeowner, we also have a guide for solar homeowners. And um, I just encourage everyone to just click around on our website. You'll find answers to questions that you didn't even know you had. And if you are investigating going solar, there's no co-op in your area or coming up in your area. We also have a free help desk where you can get our opinion on um, your roof. We call it a roof review or backyard, wherever you're thinking about going solar, and have access to chat and reach out to us so that we can answer any questions you may have. 
Yeah. I mean, that's, that's awesome. I think that it's such a cool thing that someone can start one of their own co-ops and, uh, and, and be kind of a ringleader and bring people together around solar in communities and, and, and kind of debunking things. It's also really interesting to think about how a home is a significant investment for someone, right? They're going to build equity in the home and, and potentially sell it one day. And I, I'd love to just get your take on what does solar do for someone's value of their home? I imagine it would be highly desirable, uh, especially among young people. Yeah, definitely. There have been a couple studies, actually, and we're really lucky that Zillow took an interest in that in this and did a very um, large longitudinal study and found one of the places that they looked at was actually um, Orange County, Florida. They found that per four kilowatts, it increases your home's value by 4%. So most people install around nine kilowatts. That's our average in Florida. So that would be over an 8% increase in value to your home, which is really great for whenever you're looking at selling your home. Another study found a 15% resale addition for having solar and it's Wow, 15%. Yeah, yeah, that wasn't the Zillow study, but a different one. Um, But it's really, it's a great addition to selling your home. Something that we're seeing more and more of are people who are knowledgeable about this too. So there's a green appraisers network. Um, So you can find an appraiser who knows how to do an appraisal for a solar home. And then there's also a green realtor network as well. So you can find people who are specialized in how to you know, market this home and how to talk about solar. We also do realtor education to help them understand and be able to talk about solar and, um, and just know what they're working with. Yeah. So, uh, I mean, just 15% boost, 7% boost is still fantastic, uh, you know, to home price, uh, you know, and I imagine that this is only going to increase you know, I kind of started off the conversation talking about how electric cars are really taking the spotlight in so many instances, especially because, you know, the major car manufacturers are all saying that by 2025, they'll have a um, electric car in their lineup. And some of the most famous car companies in the world uh, are, are coming out with electric cars. Just this past weekend, Uh, I saw the electric uh, Mustang for the first time, just out and about on the street. And uh, I was just kind of, you know, marveling at how amazing it is. Here's Ford, right? That historically, you know, uh, has been, you know, a big proponent of uh, gasoline cars, car culture, uh, all of these types of things. And here they are with an electric car and they kind of know the writings on the wall from environmental regulations and, uh, you know, just the economics of it, electric cars make so much more sense. So anyone with an electric car, it's only a matter of time before they start dreaming about their own solar array to uh, to charge the car. Yeah, definitely. I mean, there's, there's already some um, thin film, really not a lot right yet, but um, not a lot of kilowatt hours coming from this, but uh, there's a Hyundai car that has a solar panel on top it's like built into the moon and as a Subaru driver I'm really excited just last week 
Subaru, or very recently, Subaru made a an announcement that they are going to have their first all-electric SUV. Wow. Well, I mean, that's awesome. Uh, you know, that's definitely Subaru as a brand has uh, really carried the environmental torch for a while now. Uh, I know that there's a lot of work that they've funded for some of our partners in environmental work. And, um, you know, we're definitely going to be uh, eyeing Subaru for some support of our ideas projects in the future, for sure. But uh, they seem to be a great company that's focused around sustainability and tree plantings and reducing uh, waste uh, at their manufacturing facilities. So that's great that they're joining uh, the, the electric revolution. And it's cool, too. I, I hear more and more from you know innovators in the building uh, world right, and looking at efficiency in buildings, especially, and talking about how batteries from cars could be integrated into buildings to store energy from solar panels, whether it's solar panels that are big scale, you know, multi megawatt, uh, you know, energy factories uh, or on the buildings themselves. Right. You can repurpose those electric car batteries to to bring down energy costs. So pretty cool stuff when you start thinking about the integration uh, of solar in cities. Yeah, I agree. I think there's a really big opportunity for upcycling with both solar and batteries. I think that's the next big thing. We definitely need to get more recycling facilities that can um, take apart and you know mine any reusable materials from solar panels. There are a few uh, hoping that we get one in Florida very soon. But I think upcycling is the most exciting next big thing for me. Absolutely. So if someone wants to learn more about Solar United Neighbors, what, what do they do? Where should they go and find all of this wonderful information? They should go to solarunitedneighbors.org. Um, solarunitedneighbors.org forward slash orange if they would like to join the Orange County Solar Co-op, which is open now. But yep. like I said earlier, solarunitedneighbors.org, click around, you will find so much information at your base. Yeah. Well, I'm, I'm, I'm definitely hoping that this spawns some interest. You know, one of the things we chatted about was that uh, I, uh, I, I have joined the co-op now myself, right? So I'm very excited to, to see what happens through all of that. So I'm awaiting the, the closing of the co-op. Uh, just for our listeners in the future that, that, may, that are going to be hearing this, how often do these co-ops appear in counties? It's not like a just one time and it's over forever, right? Uh, I, I even remember this is maybe the second or third in Orange County. Number eight. Number eight. Well, time Number for eight. I remember the yes, first one. Yes, we've had so many in Orange eight. County. That's amazing. Um, yeah, this one's open until July 30th. We have had co-ops all around the state. Some of the more populated um, areas of the state, we tend to have about one co-op per year. So Orange County, Hillsborough County, Pinellas County, Miami-Dade, you can expect to have a co-op either happening or coming up in the near future. Yeah. 
Well, I'm glad it's uh, it's finally the right time for me. I mean, eight, that's awesome. I remember the very first one and how kind of historic that was. And uh, I know, uh, you know, Chris Castro, of course, my my colleague and peer in in this Ideas for Us adventure uh, used the solar co-op when he went uh, when he went solar. And uh, man, he's just thrilled about it. <laughs> every yeah. time, uh, every time you know I'm at his house or, or we talk, it's always about the uh, the solar array. And I think what's really neat too is that there's you know apps for, for your phone now. There's uh, different kinds of cool data representations. You can see how much electricity you're manufacturing in real time. I mean, uh, it's just really neat because I think that it it kind of brings the fun of having this energy factory on your roof, uh, you know, to be, to be at literally fingers length. Um, so that's, that's an exciting thing. I think that will appeal to a lot of people, uh, you know, who want to see their solar array, array as, you know, not just a piece of furniture on your roof, um, but this cool piece of, of technological gadgetry, right. That it, that it really is. It, it's just incredible that we're making electricity, from uh you know these these metals uh you know and 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 just incredible engineering yeah it's a whole new hobby yeah absolutely well heaven thank you so much uh again we really appreciate it uh you coming here on the podcast and sharing about solar united neighbors uh, as she said solarunitedneighbors.org uh, if you're in orange county florida that is uh, you can go to solarunitedneighbors.org slash orange and uh, just thank you so much heaven i really appreciate it thanks for having me Awesome. Heaven Campbell, everybody. Thank you very much. This is Clayton Lewis Ferrara, the executive director of Ideas for Us. And that is another official Ideas podcast. Thanks for listening to the official Ideas for Us podcast. A quick note, if you're in the Orlando area and you're listening to this before the end of June 2021, you still have time to sign up for the Orlando Solar Co-op with Solar United Neighbors. Please contact us or Heaven and her team to get solar before the co-op closes at the end of June 2021. You can learn more about our environmental action projects by visiting ideasforus.org and stay in the loop by subscribing to our monthly newsletter. Please support this podcast and all our environmental action projects by donating or becoming an individual or CSR member today at ideasforus.org slash memberships. This episode has been made possible by all you valued members. Together, we're advancing environmental action worldwide. Share this podcast with all your friends and loved ones and leave us a five-star review if you enjoyed it. In the meantime, stay tuned to hear what amazing guests we'll be featuring on future episodes. And we'll see you next time on the official Ideas for Us podcast.